0: Crusaders and Pathfinders. I did the voice. This is episode 50 of Ashes Pathfinders. This is the dedicated Ashes of Creation podcast, now running our 50th episode strong, where your dedicated Pathfinders will venture into weekly episodes like this, discussing theory crafting, game updates, community, all questions, concerns, and stuff and things, or even magic and stuff related to the world of Ashes of Creation. I'm your host, C. Morg, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Daedalus. Welcome,
1: sir. Hello, everyone. Hey, Sam.
0: Hey. And uh, yeah, a special shout out, as always, to the Patreon supporters and subscribers here on DLive and temporarily still on Twitch. So if you're over on Twitch, move your sub over to DLive, please, because soon, trademark, that button will be gone because of my own choices that I am fully 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 confident with uh but yeah thanks so much to all of you who fund the the crusade the pathfinder show uh whether it's your subscription uh on patreon or twitch or wherever youtube because yeah you can sub there too uh or here on d live um do appreciate it very much especially here on the 50th episode It's a it's a big number for me uh because you know for me that represents a lot of time especially where I was learning how to do a lot of video editing, uh, learning how to do just this whole general scheme of things in regard to like a podcast format or a show, uh, talk show, whatever you wanna call it. So this for me is just a really big milestone. Um, uh, It represents a ridiculous amount of hours that have gone into not only running it, but editing, uh, exporting, Downloading, uploading, more hours than I can even that I can even fathom at this point. So just thank you to everyone who's been supportive, whether you've been on here like dayless and as a co-host, or you've been a guest, uh, or you've just been a, a person who's watched, contributed to the conversation. Uh, it does mean a lot to me. Thank you very much for everything, everyone. It, it's just a milestone. Uh, moving on from that though, we are live here today on D Live, and. Uh, I gotta I gotta make one statement. I told Daedalus I was gonna bring this up prior to uh really digging into our conversation today. Magic and stuff, we'll discuss it. But uh look, I gotta say if you there's trolls and then there's logical conversation. Uh it I, I welcome logical, uh, intelligent conversation. I, I, I kind of have a short fuse for hashtag Dweedle. Let me explain Dweedle to everyone. Um Let's see. I'm gonna I'm just gonna read it from one of my mods here. Dweedle means something someone's doing that is really stupid or just dumb. Uh you can use this word, for example, he's got a case of the dweedle. Oh, he's going straight dweedle today. Oh, Dweedle man, uh, Sir Dweedle. Um, you can use it in a lot of contexts, a lot like the F-word, which I'm not gonna use because I'm trying so hard not to cuss as much. And I'm doing great right now. But If you come and you drop – if we're talking about like a conversation saying, yo, uh, something in the world of Ashes of Creation, something that the devs have explained does exist or whatever, and you say, no, it doesn't. And I'm like, cool, Uh, cite me a source, show me some evidence. Your evidence isn't you just typing stuff that you're saying. Evidence is like linking me a link to a video and a timestamp, right? Evidence is based on facts. That's how the word truth kind of comes to – Exists so not try to be but i kind of have a if you're gonna try and school me school me with facts not ridiculous words thanks um with that being said <laughs> you never want to go full hashtag dweedle right so when i read stuff like that i'm just gonna stop responding to it man because hashtag dweedle man is just ridiculous it's dumb um And also, I identify trolls real easily, which is what that really actually is. But, okay, month in review. I guess it's May, right? One of my, my, two of my brothers have birthdays this month. Um, My birthday's coming up next month. Oh, God. Anyway. The month of April, highlights for me, man. I'm gonna gonna see my highlights. Uh, My main highlight for the month is I like the uh, the article over the social organization, The lion, although I didn't find it too lengthy. And I feel like this is something we're gonna be kind of doing. I feel like this is something we should do. Mm-hmm. Review the month, right? Because they're like we're gonna keep the content coming for you. And I feel like I want to be like, did you deliver? Did you though? right? Here's where the delivery was. Steven went and made some round robins, went by the podcast, went by some shows, went by some content creators, official and otherwise, I might state. And uh, went by in one week, knocked out four shows. Ours was one of them, right? I feel like that was the biggest delivery for the month. I feel like that was great. I feel like if we see something similar to this where we're engaging in the community, whether it's content creator, whether it's just on the discord or you know something right the live streams i felt like meh they weren't too bad they were okay they weren't that great i've seen much better but but as a month goes because steven did that pit stop we got to take questions from the community we got to ask him all kinds of things uh between all the people got that got to actually like participate and do that we took a lot of your questions we took it to steven he answered them fully he really dug in he did a great job um the uh the node blog, I thought that was great. That gave us a ton of information that we really didn't have anything. Uh, we didn't really have a whole lot on before. Um, overall, I'm gonna give, if I had to like grade it, I guess if I was gonna grade this month on engagement, content, and consistency, I would say, man, that's a good, yeah, engagement, content, and consistency. I like this. This is like With these of Sims grading system. The Pathfinder show. Pathfinder plus rating skill, if you will.
1: <laughs>
0: right? And if you and if you fall below, if you fall below a uh, well, I don't know. Well, how do we gonna? I guess I'm just I'm doing this in the fly, man.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking hammers or baby patterns. Depending on how dweedle you go.
0: Right? How dweedle, thanks, ace buddy. Uh, yeah. I I guess I engagement, right? Community, engagement, content and consistency i feel like those are the main things right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so i feel like engagement wise was was pretty good because got in there and dug in with the community i feel like content wise as far as blogs and stuff go there was the dev diary right we had the um have we had two this month where it's been forum uh discussions that were initiated by um, Toast?
1: i think yeah the there too. was one forum discussion i want to say was earlier in the month yeah and then uh, one most recently that kind of i would expect us to start of may now
0: mm-hmm. oh you want you want to do it dweedle emote hold on ice screen. no you want it in chat that's fine man once we get started i'm just going to pull this on the fly because I, I can do that here on d live it's, it's beautiful it's fantastic i'll upload a dweedle emote shortly soon trademark <laughs> but yeah for me that yeah two forum discussions right we got the dev diaries we got the scientific blog we got a blog on the lion uh the order of the law i'm gonna mess the name up but the first social organization uh with the three lions regalias or whatever they're called uh yeah, and then you got iron the lion mm-hmm, we got the live stream at the end of the month and we got the pit stops that he made i feel like as a month it was good as far as like I feel like the, the one blog that was really a good takeaway was the the node. The the node blog was gold. The lion, the order of the lion or whatever was great, but I know I'm totally wrecking that. Whatever. Iron Lion, thank you. I knew there's another word I was missing there. The Iron Lion. The Iron Lion was cool, but it was a little a little short. Um we got to see the kind of like renders of what you know was gonna look the the more realistic armor model. That was great. I would've liked a little more lore my takeaway mainly was the pit stops and the scientific node blog those those were the main things i felt like stood out um i feel like they did a much better job i i do have to say one thing though i feel like we're at this is us veterans again we're post six months almost six months we're pushing six months right now on not really having anything to play to showcase Uh, no real testing they've talked about testing but nobody's really nobody's really engaged in that right now right like no one's no one in the community is actively testing and I think the main concern I've really got to say if there is one I've given the pros the positives my con the negative is going to be I don't feel like we have open development and that was supposed to be something that was we were supposed to have and I feel like that has not really been uh, consistently the case since around December when things kind of got shut down. What have your takeaways been? What are some of your pros and cons kind of looking at things right now?
1: Yeah, just on the pro side, I mean, I think we're totally like on point together. The Science Node blog um was like a great strong start to the month. The Q&As were a really welcome surprise. I had, you know, I I had no idea that he was going to do one in Q&A, let alone a whole bunch of them mm-hmm. over the course of the week with different content creators. Um, I think, you know, shout out to the other content creators that, you know, invested time in, in looking at a spectrum of questions and getting some new info. Um, really appreciate that. Shout out to the community that really helped those content creators, you know, Absolutely. come up with some great questions.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, so, I mean, that to me, that was where the the real pros um, I think in terms of cons um, I think the fact that they missed a week in terms of blog activity was unfortunate mm-hmm. um, regardless of the circumstances and and yeah. I'll qualify this by saying my personal this is my personal opinion and it you know full disclosure it may feel like the baby cat uh, powder is coming out but I think I need to communicate this yeah um, I know game development is not a simple activity yeah uh, and I'm totally on board with the schedule shifts and rationing down on the communications, you know, to the schedule, right? They said, Hey, you know, we're not going to put something out there until we're really confident. I'm okay with that, you know, that portion of the radio silence, but where I do have some constructive criticism is, you know, this, you know, missing blog was a hit to their say, do ratio on the content roadmap. And what I mean by that is they said weekly blogs, they did, miss a week um and i know there's an order of operations that's required to release content it's important to have the right people to have eyes on content and when it before it ultimately becomes public domain yeah however that commitment to have a weekly blog there was a miss and i would just respectfully ask the team to take a closer look at their process and see how they can avoid those gaps in the future um, you know, if something is stuck waiting for approval, I hope in the future Intrepid is like, mm, okay, what do we need to do to address that so that we do have consistent content coming through? Um, in my opinion, it just sent the wrong message and it works against what Intrepid was trying to accomplish and the momentum they've really ratcheted it up at the start of April. Um, I know that's probably going to sound way more entitled than it's really intended to be, but I, it's said out of respect to the open communication, the open development you were talking about. I mean, I believe in this project, I believe in the people working on it. I've, you know, Sim and I have supported them from day one and will continue to do so. But, you know, friends hold friends accountable in addition to providing support. So occasionally, you know, some baby powder is required.
0: Dust me, (laughs) Um, (laughs) get dusted, I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) But I do want to go on record to say that the dev (laughs) diary videos in their own right were helpful and interesting. I mean, I'm not a fan of super technical content, but I mean, I like the fact that we got, you know a presentation that had a sweet spot of balancing like information without getting overly technical. I think the format of that was solid. We had that, you know, last month with the nodes video um, that they did. Uh, and, and now we've, you know, got one that we did on housing. The con to that for me was it was, you know advertised as a housing video and it ended mm. up being kind of a building video
0: building tech yeah
1: right which again right when you say housing when we talk about ashes i think of freeholds i think of player housing i think of tools players will be able to use Yeah, what we got was in essentially a lighter version of the nodes tool that team seemed to be way mm. more focused on the internal tech um and i know i'm you know being a veteran i'm probably more picky than most people um but i think semantics here are important. Call a duck a duck, be crystal clear on expectations and make sure that those expectations and reality are more aligned. In mean, bottom line, it was a decent video, but it just felt disconnected from what it was put out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I think, you know, my key takeaways were strong start, more like more info like that, um, but also you know stick to your say-do ratio. Find a way to ensure that promises are kept. Cause even these little things kind of add up to, you know, more and more PR flag than the team really needs. Cause again, they're working really hard. I believe in the project, but you've got to keep people's interest by giving them, you know, crystal clear communication, giving them content to chew on and, you know, ratchet up the hype. Otherwise, you know, it, it's going to definitely contribute to a DOA, uh, in terms of community and, and community is life, especially in this game, right? This is bringing that sense of community back again. That was one of the intent.
0: Yeah. And I will say one thing about the, uh, the dev diary. Um, I overall, I think it's like a kind of maybe not non-veteran probably person that's checking it out. It's probably pretty cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I will say I will say as a vet person that's been around watching it for a while, the one thing that the one thing that I liked about it was we got to see more building architectural styles a little bit Mm -hmm. instead of it just being kind of like the Empyrean and like the Kalar or whatever was really the main architecture we've seen. So you got to kind of see some variations in different architecture styles and everything as they were going through the process of. Putting a house together, etc. I will probably be taking some of these questions that are uh, relevant from chat and reading them for anyone watching on YouTube, et etc. Um, but Tailfoot said, "Yeah, I was a bit disappointed that it was a a tool on how to build housing for the world, not how we uh, how we uh, as players get to use things involving housing." So, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, at least at least the the blog and the video itself did outline that that's what it was, and it wasn't really misrepresented or anything like that. Um, overall, I, you know, I'm looking at it and I go back and I'm thinking, you know, we've got a few blogs, we got, we got a few blogs, we got, we got a dev diary video, which clearly one of the blogs is, but the one thing is, is I'm gonna give them props where We're really bringing it all back to the website, tying it all in here and, and making it to where like the best source of information currently is, you know, you want the best information it's on the website right, you want, you want a wiki to supplement it, in my opinion. You want a wiki to go and take what's on a website. For me, okay, rephrase, I want a wiki to supplement and, and to take a lot of information that can be found on a video game website and compile it and put it into an easily organized place, whereas maybe on a, a website for a game, you've got the blog post order and date, right? So maybe it's not always organized as well as you're gonna get it on a wiki. That's where I prefer to go to a wiki because I'm like, let me go look for the thing I'm looking for. They tie it in here. They cite like the the forum, or they cite the uh, the website, blog, or news post, or they cite the uh, interview, or they cite you know a live stream, or 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 Discord Q and A, or something like that. That's great, but I prefer to go to the website itself and go like, all right, let me go down the rabbit hole and look at all the stuff. I wanna go to the website to engage with the community and get all the forums. I wanna go on there to get to the shop. I wanna go on there to go back and look at all of the original posts and stuff. I like it when you can comment on those posts. That's like one thing that I feel like I would like to see maybe a little bit more of. I think it used to be that way. I don't think it is currently with this new iteration of the website, no. But it used to be that way back before they had yeah. the, they redid it and everything. Although granted, I don't think a lot of people really uh, Really did like post a lot of comments on there and stuff, but that's something I always liked about Blizzard's website is like, you know, when people they post comments, you'd see the people on their like character, right? Their little orc peon or whatever would be on there. They'd be doing (laughs) their zug zug. So I don't like this because you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, anyway, um, yeah, main takeaways. Let me look at chat. I see Ian, what's up, buddy? So Uh, it would have been nice if the editor uh, could be used to edit the buildings we have in Freeholds etc no Trepper clarified it was for devs only yeah exactly Um, so episode 50 magic and stuff in stuff originally I was like we were going to call this like the magician or something but then I was just like "Eh, whatever man let's spice it up a little bit it's episode bitty so (laughs) magic and stuff well What's the stuff? Well, speculations, the stuff, and magic's the the basis for said stuff. We've gotten to look at the regalia of the Iron Lion, and I'm glad that we have this because look, part of part of sitting here when you're creating a show like this every week is uh, finding something to talk about when there's not a lot to talk about. When we get to a place where we're engaged in the game and we're playing, we've got a whole lot spicy. What up, Tarlac In chat, uh, we we've got you know updates to like the test environment or something like that we've got a lot more content we could talk about we got occasions we've engaged in things that have been changed things that we like it's a lot more reflective of what you know this podcast or slash webcast or slash talk show whatever you will call it for all of you people that are like really nitpicky about that sort of thing the show is like is you know when the game is live you've got updates to the game you've got things that are changing things that have been added things that are uh, events that are happening that's kind of like the dialogue for for a show when a game is you know actively uh live right you've got all the cool t- conversation about ooh, what's coming in this next patch like i can't wait till we get to those days when they're like mm. boom and then they're like oh here's the video for like this upcoming you know main game content patch and we're like oh hell and we're like over oh, speculating we're gonna get to see some of this or that or whatever i can't wait for those days right That's going to be where that's going to be the good stuff, in my opinion, right, because you are going to have a lot more people that are engaged in the in the community content, a lot more people engaged in the game. There's a lot of people that, quite frankly, are are not as actively engaged right now because there's nothing to play or look at. It's a fact. The numbers on the live stream on Twitch are significantly lower, right? The numbers on like interviews are lower. Uh, The numbers on things like that are lower because there's not people are waiting for the game to be more readily available, which is why you saw a ton more engagement when we had the BR people can knock it. But I'm telling you, I'm bored as hell of most of the stuff that there is to play right now. I miss playing the BR and I can't believe I'm saying that. (laughs) I never in my life thought I would be saying I miss a BR. I miss Ashes of Creation BR. Look, the skill level requirement to be to be proficient in that game is is let's be real significantly lower than most BRs, and it's it's kind of fun, especially if you're waiting for the MO. You've got you've got at least something that looks like the thing we're waiting. Everyone's laughing in chat. I'm telling you, man, I already cap fifty. There's nothing left for me to do, but I'll beat my head against those barrels in that keep if you let me in that game right now. Because most of the stuff out there to play absolutely sucks for me. Yeah. I miss. Ash's br i miss apoc and a lot of people that bash it super hard because it's like oh with the mmo bet you wish you could play that now i bet a lot of people do i'm just saying man i'm seeing a lot of feedback in chat i do i know you didn't play it a lot data daedalus man but
1: yeah i'm, I'm still <laughs> not missing the br Sorry.
0: boy i was putting that dude look hey and you all in chat know man we were killing it crusaders were stomping it in there We, we had that last, uh, this is very unhealthy. Don't make these choices. I streamed for 30 hours straight. One of the last weekends, it's not a good choice, (laughs) but I think we got, we got so many wins that I was like, how can I sleep? Kids go to sleep 12 hours, eight to 12. It's important. I'll take five, (laughs) but, uh. Yeah, man, I miss. I do miss it. I miss. I miss being able to play it. There, there's luckily some games the community has actually brought over for me to dig dig into a bit. We found some really cool ones. Like Rhyme has been good. Oh, I'd recommend some of these games just for random. If you're looking for something to play and you want something with a good story or whatever. What's your lady saying about it? a poop sock? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Mountain Dew Pea bottle and or poop sock smiley face Chad is dead. asking
1: if you took a bio break and you had yourself prepared my son
0: <laughs> i would not wear a poop sock ma'am or how <laughs> does one wear a poop sock i guess you kind of nah not get over that door <laughs> no, no, it. Shut it. Shut can shut we just can we just go back using sands of time and go but, backwards and <laughs> <laughs> dust me. <laughs> no, right. Hey, that's a great. That's a great time to 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 use the baby powder when you need to bring Sim back on track. Just dust him away. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Digitally, we'll of course.
0: Him. Yeah. Someone in chat. We've got the gif now. Thanks to. Got it. We got it. We got to get dusted. gif. Just saying a dust me gif. Incoming. Someone, please. We love you.
1: There on. you no. go. That's a, you got to use the branded one. Yeah, we Come got on. the
0: branded one. The hashtag. So. You know, you feel like maybe you're dweedling it up and you want to own it. Hashtag <laughs> dust me on social media. Right? When you kind of own someone because they're being dweedled and you're schooling them, you go hashtag get dusted. See how that works? It's a trend. Let's do it. All right. Keep it trended, folks. Keep the trend. Yeah. Anyway, let's look at the... So we're going to use the iron line as our basis for this conversation, man. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it a little bit. <clears throat> Let me go through right now. And we've got We've got a structure for... The Iron line right? And you know their their primary the the preface the not preface but the premise for them is art of dampening magic. It's martial combat, right? In maintaining a foothold as they're in Veras, we've kind of come through the portals and everything, right? So, a mm-hmm. little bit of reflection. I don't know what would and what would a what would a social structure like if this is like I look at this as almost like if you're an Elder Scrolls fan. Fighters Guild. right? If you're like an Elder Scrolls fan, that vibes, you get it. So you got the Mages Guild, right? In Elder Scrolls Online, right? So mm-hmm. what would what would something, you know, something I, I feel like you're kind of gonna maybe see the Vec orcs? Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're the flip side social structure to this, right? Maybe this is your like martial combat, dampening magic, anti-magic, all about the fighter. What is the opposite of that? What's the social organization? I'm thinking the Vec orc somehow it would make sense to me.
1: Or some, one of the elves too, right? I could
0: see it being in the elves, yeah. But I would really like it to be the Vec. I would love it if like your Vec orc, I mean, because how like a, opposite is that of a vibe mm-hmm. from what you usually see? Because usually it's like the human or the elf in games. Right. That's like the magic academy, That's right? That's true,
1: yeah. That, it, that is a little used...
0: Yeah, T.L. says Vex will see them coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Man, 30 hour stream. Yeah. But, you know, but, you know, I think it would be cool. Like I'm actually like I play orcs occasionally. They're always my alts. Mm-hmm. I'd love I-, I feel like I feel like out of the multiple characters we can have. I'm pretty confident I'm going to have a Vex. Just because they feel so cool, so mystical. Mm-hmm. and so contradictory to the traditional role that orcs have in so many games granted there's the other work which is the offhand oh it's escaping me someone
1: oh renkai
0: renkai which is you're like i call them the bushido orcs right they remind me of samurai's man the honor right that just that vibe you know, when you read the description from the kickstarter even they got that vibe of like the bushido yep. bushido honor and the way of the sword and honor and you know all that so i could see that but like what why what might we see so we might see some dampening magic so i'm clearly going to be like you know emphasizing magic skills mm-hmm. it's not far-fetched the the mages guild does that and uh but what if we went a different route with that what if there was something maybe a, a bit different like and this is just a bit of a stretch, right? We didn't discuss this at all. But I was thinking to myself, like, man, what if... This is like a D&D Pathfinder. Steven, this is from Steven's mind. This is his little world from his D&D Pathfinder campaign, right? Mm-hmm. And he said in the past, and this is the thing that keeps me passionate for this game, even when I'm bored with waiting, right? It's wanting to bring... Wanting to bring... Pathfinder to the MMORPG. So what do you do? And this is probably me uh, from our most recent Guild D&D, but we were rolling perception checks like crazy. I right? scream and chat, you know, you were there, right? How cool if there was like, it wasn't just like emphasizing magic. What if it was like giving you like this extra, extra set of skills, like maybe some some sort of perception right we already know that like each class is going to have its own class skill right and Mm -hmm. that's going to be specific and it's going to be very helpful in scenarios where there could be traps there could be some runes on a door you can't only get see if you're um, a mage or something like that right but my Mm -hmm. thoughts are like how cool if it's like maybe maybe i'm like a fighter man maybe i'm maybe i'm a ranger right or Ranger could have perception of some kind. Let's switch away from that. I'm just this warrior class, right? I don't want to say tank, but I'm a tank, and I'm out there in the world, and I don't have that sort of a skill set. And somehow, by doing this social organization, maybe I come to have, achieve using a skill of perception that maybe traditionally is only found with, uh, you know, magic scholars mystic scholars stuff like that what if it's something about reading the stars you know having some kind of uh, knowledge so how is it gonna how are we gonna see this because we're kind of doing a little bit of speculation of of a, of a social structure that i'm presumably we're gonna see in a blog post in the future let's see what we can get right what are some of your thoughts what what might we see what might be there in this social structure that's magic-oriented?
1: I mean, I probably just to give a little bit of context to what my thoughts were yeah. is I kind of just thought about, okay, concept behind an anti-magic society in the context of a game world, you know, fictional or in in the context of a game world isn't new. Uh, the Witcher comes to mind in this case, right? You're kind of, I feel like, you know, the Iron Lion could be more of a grassroots subversive minority. And the reason why I say that. Mm -hmm. Um, is I'm trying to work out how with magic being kind of the cornerstone of the majority of the classes in Ashes, how this would actually work to have a society that's totally anti-magic, like really kind of, you know, more martially focused. Yeah. I think we may be missing some context here. Maybe there are, you know, proper use guidelines for magic. There's specific types of magic that might be okay versus corrupt and you shouldn't be using them. Um, But when we talk about magicians, right, and we've already kind of heard about the Scholars Academy, I'm wondering if the team is going to really keep it simple and have one magic organization, to Counterpoint, the Iron Lion, or if there might be more. Like outside of just class trainers in different areas of the world, I think it would be pretty cool to see, you know, and, and chat has kind of been dancing around this here too. I would like to see different types of magic organizations crop up, like splinter groups, you know, play, play ways for players to explore the lore of the world, progress hor- horizontally, and maybe spec more deeply in a particular kind of magic. Um, so that would be kind of my take as far as like, that would be kind of a really cool way to expand the lore. And depending on how, you know, a node progresses or the nodes or the server progresses, um, you know, being able to have these splinter groups pop up and have these more, you know, rare augmentations be available with these splinter groups. Um, I mean, I think the bigger question that's so unclear to me is, again, how the social organizations are going to interact as part of the larger social development on the server. I mean, other than the kind of the vague, hey, there's going to be quest lines, um, you know, personally, I think that would take a lot of planning to build those branches, even if they are planned. And I'm kind of totally okay with that being kind of a post-launch enhancement. Yeah. Just curious how. Um, you know, how they're going to kind of weave in these different social organizations and add color to the world and how the ebb and flow of those social orgs work. Because, I, again, I when I thought of the Iron Lion, I thought of like those... Uh, anti-magic factions, um, kind of witch burners that were in The Witcher, right? Oh, great. A filthy magician, a filthy witch, right? And that was kind of the thing that I saw. And I totally get where you're coming from, right? Is, you know, there's got to be a counterpoint to this. And, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering how, you know, one organization versus another gains power in the world and, and creates that broader narrative that we're experiencing,
0: right now this is the thing that i like too about the and i'm wondering what the dialogue would look like for for a social organization that counters the iron lion right because there there's this rampant magic is unpredictable many times lethal complication right so they put forth effort and there's there's like rank structure to this organization that can be achieved you know dawn claw where you can get these unlocking these cosmetic appearances and everything which by the way, I'm really hoping we get to see some more of that. Like we got to see um you linked it to me earlier, right? It was a Reddit post on the Ashes Reddit that went up, uh I want to say one of the mods had uh posted it. And yeah,
1: I've Loring pu posted mm, it from Yes, the Discord.
0: Right. And so she had posted uh a leak from Steven, and essentially it was like a uh, showcase some of the barding. Um and then It was like something to do with like was it a new animation which quite frankly i didn't really notice it i just saw what looked like um you know a staging room to kind of try something out i didn't get to see it very fully i didn't see what it was exactly that was fixed with it but quite frankly i'm not really looking for i want to know about the background architecture that is getting fixed for now i think on the last live stream jeff said 90 per no 90 percent of it's done the last 10 percent is uh, whatever he gave a number right and he said yeah they
1: were polishing a lot yeah what yeah. they were saying is they were kind of in polish mode which is good but yeah. we're still i mean even when you're in polish mode uh you know i would expect you'd have a little um a little more than soon <laughs>
0: no. yeah yeah i say in polish mode but i think it, they you know there's they're really 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 being careful to not give any kind of dates, any kind of timeline. Yeah, which I understand. I get it. Um, but you said like the last, you know, bit of it might take longer. And I'm, so I'm going, damn. I mean. So I feel like we're, I feel like the six month I, I timeline I've kind of got in my head. Before we really get back in it. I don't feel like we're going to get there until. June-ish. Maybe June. We'll know. I feel like that might be pretty good expectation granted it's a guess it's not based on anything I know I don't know anything more than anybody else out there um we just put information together and you know sometimes we're lucky enough to have people in the community that come and drop us some of that information help clarify things with facts and evidence mm-hmm. as opposed to speculation or which is what we're doing here we're just speculating none of this is fact there's no evidence for it because it doesn't exist yet they haven't shared the information We're just kind of rolling around with some ideas, and uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how much of the stuff that we speculate or people here in the community speculate might actually come to fruition, what might actually end up being the case. Um, (laughs) All I got is speculation, (laughs) Tarlike, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and even in chat, yeah, definitely in the summer. I feel like that's when we're going to see it. Um, Thanks for the ice cream, Ace. What's ice cream, everybody, on uh, YouTube, et cetera? Yeah just the time for my birthday if we could I'd, be, I'd love it that'd be fantastical in which case when you're watching me stream you'll be like why isn't he playing anything else because i'm not gonna and i don't wanna unless it's the witcher because that's tasty that's an awesome game <laughs> that game is so addictive man the story's so good even t elf's like oh let me know when you'll be playing that game i'll be there mm-hmm It's a great game if you're looking for a game look i got a few suggestions i was going to do this earlier and i forgot rhyme is a great game i picked it up on fanatical for like 250. but i think it runs like 30 bucks in steam or something it was a great game short you could do it in a day if you want heart strings a little it's great uh the other one i played uh, more recently i forget the name the witcher i've been on and off with for a while i have every intention of going back and doing one all the way back through three it's a great game, it's a great story. Um, there are people going, why can't MMOs look like this? And I'm going, I know, right? Ashes of Creation, Steven? Gotta, come on. We want it. And I'm realizing here lately though, just how hungry people are for an MMO, for a good, absolutely honest, a good, honest, back to the heart of it MMORPG. I, I see how bad people want it so bad that they're, they get played by these cash grab MMORPGs and they just get played over and over and over and it leaves them more and more cynical and unwilling to give a game a chance to where it's just they're so pessimistic and it's true it is. And there's a new one that I've been looking at that some people in my community have been looking at that it doesn't look like it's slotted to release until the end of the year for Alpha. The game itself, for the most part, Pion did a video on it, you know, and it looks pretty good. Uh, and I'm I'm looking at it. Oath. It does not by any means have have the uh, – I don't see it. It's not going to be in Ashes. Ashes is meant to be huge. But it looks like something potentially that could be fun to kind of dig in and it's gonna be free to play uh you know and i plan on talking to the, some of the game devs over there here in the near future about it but you know there's not a lot but you see how many people are just jumping in on that one too so many people mmo after mmo right ashes is the one that's got all the stuff and things i want it's aiming to be innovative it's aiming to be there for the long haul it's aiming to be ambitious and that's the one i'm in i mean i've dug in for it that's it that is that is the mmo i'm going to be playing everything else is just kind of for some fun i don't expect a lot and and i'm not saying that i wouldn't like a game like oath to to be great but i am looking for that game that i can be sunk into for like we've talked about the better part of a good decade or so right I want, I want want to get in and be like, ah, the real world sucks a little bit. Let's go jump into, you know, go jump into Vera today. See what's new. Have fun with my friends, right? People have been talking about air. Yeah, that's why people like air so much. Uh, I can't really. I don't I'm I'm, I don't feel I'm not going to air. You know, it. Yeah, not for me. But yeah, a lot of people, they want an MMO. I tried to go do Black Desert online. And I was like, oh, grind my head into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Feels like wow, but beautiful game after they've remastered it, by the way. But, you know, The Elder Scrolls Online, some of these games have the same problems. And it's like the same thing with a lot of game companies in general. Yeah. Right. So when we, you know, sit down, we theory craft and we sit here and speculate on things like these social organizations and it's fun. Because this game, Ashes of Creation, holds, for many of us, a lot of our hopes and dreams for the genre, and it's in the palm of its hand. It's right there. You know? Mm-hmm. And and we're waiting for it. But get back on track. I veered a bit. You should have dusted me. Just saying.
1: <laughs> I agree with the sentiment, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just does feel like people are getting, grasping for anything right now and they'll hop onto it. I mean, every video that I see of a kind of new game, it's like you hear that from the content creator is that, Oh, well, yeah. And that's why people are kind of jumping on air. I think, uh, is, you know, because there's, you know, elements of what we want to see and they'll, you know, they'll need something to tie themselves over into lashes.
0: Yeah. And so I guess, in regard to the social organizations, right? We've got a, We got our ideas on this. The magic part we're talking about, right? I don't think there's a ton we can talk about in this in this regard. But I wanted to get. I would like to to put po- the main reason to bring this up is I want to know what some of you like. I want to get some conversation going on something new. I'm, I don't want to talk about the same stuff over and over and over. I felt like even we were getting into the the trenches of the repetitive stuff that everyone else is talking about. I'm gonna get back on episode 50 i want to get back to what this pathfinder show is about right let's do some more theory crafting let's do some more speculation i think i talked about it before i want to dig into some things you and i you've been on episodes in the past before you were the co-host here with me and we we did speculation on theory crafting and stuff like that there were a lot of other conversations we had. we you and i with the community haven't had and there's new people new blood if you will here and I feel like some of this and we've gotten some new information, some sometimes significantly more information than we had back then, a good year plus ago. right? And uh, you know, I want to know to all of you out there, all you Pathfinders who join the show that that listen, view and and uh, participate in the conversation, what are what's some of your speculation for this social organization that could could rival the Iron Lion, right? What would that look like? How would you like for it to be different than these traditional mages, guilds that we've seen in social structures and other MMORPGs or games in general? What would you like to see? What are you looking forward to? What would some of your speculation be? Like share that with us, post in the comments. Um, Let's see if we get it right when it happens, right? Let's see if we get it right. Let's see who was on point with it. It may not be us. It could be you. Let's see what you got. Now, I'd like to move on from that a bit. And we've talked about the Iron Lion, talked about that a little bit. Now, there was a conversation that you brought up to me, and this is where I'm going to let you kind of spearhead it a little. He, You brought up, you showed me an article today, and I felt like it's worth talking. I'm going to be very, very careful to ensure that I make a point on this. This is not to reflect on a similarity anyone should be concerned about with Ashes of Creation, but it's an MMORPG topic that I feel like is important. And I feel like it's important to bring it up because when I read it was in Forbes, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, an article in Forbes that you had shared with me and I read it and it was about Star Citizen. Everybody's like, Oh, Star Citizen. Right. Uh, I see where some people reference Star Citizen now, that you shared that with me. Why there's so many people that have. And I've gone to like, look, I never backed it on, you know. I loved Wing Commander back in the day. Don't get me wrong, loved it. It was a fantastic game. Um, but Star Citizen was meant to be released in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, four to five years ago is where we're looking at now. It's right. Is it raised over hundreds of millions, 200 plus million or more?
1: Almost 300, I Om-
0: thought. Almost 300 million. Okay, I feel like that's accurate. Mm-hmm. uh But what would you want to kind of tell everybody a little bit about? Like, this is what this article was about. This is what your takeaway was from it and how this maybe ties into the conversation for Ashes as of Creation or really any sure. MMORPG in general that's out there. Yeah, I mean, any
1: crowdfunded MMORPG, I mean, this is definitely, I mean, what I would call a cautionary tale, Um, and I actually, you know, got it linked from kind of another forum, and I had heard, like, in passing that there was a Forbes article about Star Citizen, and I didn't actually get to the link until today. Um, And what it talks about is really, um, it starts out kind of talking about the man behind Star Citizen, chris roberts and Mm -hmm. and i personally just like sim i mean i grew up on wing Command. um and it was one of those games that i could not get enough of playing i loved the story i loved the gameplay i mean it was one of those games that i could play and lose myself in um and it was a single player experience right so clearly there was quality behind that but one of the things that really talked about is um the fact that um, Star Citizen has raised a lot of capital um, wow. from people selling virtual product. Um, and they, at this point, really have no idea when they're going to release the final game. It's in an alpha phase right now. I want
0: to say 3.5. 3.5.
1: Yeah. Yes, as far as the version. But ultimately, it's saying, okay, you know, we started out with an idea and that idea blossomed into more ideas and more ideas and more ideas and it turned into what essentially has been memed as a scope creep nightmare uh, again just to kind of give you context this is not a you know something that we're mm-hmm. you know equating to what ashes mm-hmm. of creep cautionary tell become. right it's just it's just an extreme right you can go from hey we crowdfunded something it's awesome it totally hit the mark to star citizen, right? Which at this point, there are people that still believe in that project too. Um, I believe kind of in a small part of it. It's that single player experience is what I'm really hoping for and waiting for. And that's where way back when I invested, you know, in their lowest tier, just so I could get a a crack single player experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's what I loved about what Chris Roberts did. But again, From an MMO standpoint, is you've got people pouring hundreds of millions of dollars right across the crowdfunding community to get this game, but features kept getting added. Chris Roberts wanted to be the most ambitious, you know, space MMO out there. And every time there's kind of a new idea, he's kind of, you know, the sentiment is, is he's focusing his team on details and don't really help the overall development move forward really kind of getting into this scope creep situation Mm -hmm. and so again where it's a cautionary tale right and where i think you know people do tend to reference star citizen in relation to ashes is is the fact that you know you you need some focus in your mmo and and though um there is i mean there is Parallels one could draw, an uneducated person potentially could draw, you know, in terms of uneducated in what has been done from an ashes of creation standpoint and the time frame and what they've delivered. Um, I still think you know that's definitely something to see. Okay, this is where and the crowdfunded MMO went wrong, in my opinion. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping, right that. You know, they succeed in Star Citizen because, frankly, I feel for the people that have put tens of thousands of dollars into that MMO Mm -hmm. um, or more. Um, But I also, you know, feel like, you know, this is something that as an industry person, the Intrepid team should pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Say, look, this is this is where it could go wrong. Right. Even when you have all the money in the world, right, you've got to really be choosy on what you're launch day scope is going to look like and what where you're going to invest your time and your money um again um you know they talk and actually tl thank you you yeah reminded me of something very specific yeah there. they claimed that there would be hundreds of you know systems to look at oh yeah they built two planets nearly 300 million dollars in right um And so, again, I'm personally, I'm not drawing parallel to what Star Citizen has done, to what Ashes has done. Oh, yeah, I know. But I know it's definitely where something can go wrong, Mm -hmm. right? And, And just be mindful as a development team. And that's why maybe, you know, we're a little more on the baby powder side of the feedback on this episode is because, you know, we are calling you know intrepid out in terms of accountability in terms of their say due ratio um i don't you know feel that they're at star citizen levels of you know Mm -hmm. hype or scope creep at all um i feel like in some of the live streams where they have talked about scope creep you know uh, steven was very honest he's like i'm not going to release a product that's half baked and i'm also not going to make choices that are going to not benefit the project in the long run um so in my opinion like again right uh, i'm I'm not drawing parallels but I'm also saying you know heads up guys you should you should look at this article and i I'm pretty sure Stephen being kind of a man of the industry yeah and wanting to see what's going on in the industry has been looking at this stuff I mean I would I wouldn't put it past him not to look at every success or failure that's happening Right. now. And frankly, I'm, I'm wondering if he's taking the look at air himself and saying, Hmm, that combat is a hybrid combat system, right? Is it something we want to do and how is it being received and what, what can we take from that as a good thing and take from that as something that, you know, maybe is a mistake. Right. Um, I think that's really important to keep your ear to the ground in the industry,
0: Um, Uh
1: especially being a smaller development team, especially being, you know, a development team that is really looking to give gamers what they're looking for. Right. I'm not going to say be everything to everyone because that's, you know, a rabbit hole in and of itself, but be a differentiated game, be a game that people are going to want to stick with you know for decades to come. And and mm-hmm. and not only invest with their dollars, but invest with their time, invest with their heart.
0: One of the most valuable things that we have to offer. Like well, let's not get it twisted. This is the this is this is what chaps me the most about so many game development studios. Mm-hmm. This is like look, even 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 from the perspective of us now, like this is our time. Like this is, a, I feel like this is something that game studios need to really pay attention to. You're, you're going for something important. You're making this innovative game. That's great, right? Don't forget about the people who are investing their time and energy in you. And then just don't deliver. Don't show up at all, right? Like we're going to have uh, a test this weekend. And then people are waiting around and there's nothing to do. Uh, there's going to be a stream there's going to be a blog there's going to be uh, a release date for 2014 and we're freaking for star citizen you're all these all these times later this isn't even like hammer this is you got to recognize people's time is more valuable in many situations than money like you get one life like people are investing their energy and their time in watching or participating in your game as it's developing don't squander that you know
1: And one thing I will say, right, there are things that Star Citizen has done right. Okay. You know, just go with me here, right? (laughs) Save the eye rolling just for a moment. Mm
0: -hmm. Go for it.
1: They have been really open about where they're, you know, where they're focusing their time. Unfortunately, where they're focusing their time is on... So many what I would consider nice to have quality of life features that don't necessarily yeah. for me as a gamer, I give a rip about, right? Again, I'm in it in terms of that, you know, uh, crowdfunding for a completely different thing. I could honestly give a rip about the MMO, the larger world. It's a cool idea and I hope they succeed, but I'm really in it for, you know, the story, the single player aspect,
0: your own journey, your, your experience.
1: Exactly. Now with regards to, you know, ashes of creation, right. There's definitely, again, I see, I see, um, from a good standpoint, they're not necessarily, you know, laying down a golden path and saying we're going to be everything to everybody we are going to make choices there are things systems we want to do i think where we're probably falling short is what we've talked about on this podcast today is kind of that say do ratio and they have definitely taken steps to address that right we're not going to Mm -hmm. tell you until There's something to tell that we feel confident in. We made those mistakes. We've learned from those mistakes. We're going to give you something and talk about something when we really think we can execute it and not only execute it, but execute it well.
0: Yeah, they're doing Um, that. They're doing that consistently, which I appreciate.
1: Yeah. I mean, there have, again, there still have been some road bumps. They're a new studio. They're going to make mistakes. I give them the benefit of the doubt they haven't gotten to the point where they're saying we're going to do all these features and we're in alpha 3.5 7 years down the line right they're they're saying okay legit we need to pivot it's not going to be years it's going to be months we need to make sure the back end is solid mm-hmm. props yeah okay? props to them for doing that
0: yeah.
1: um, just again you know i think the the feedback we're giving here is Let's get us to a point where we're really talking MMO. Let's get us to a point where we've got consistent content where you say, Hey, I'm going to give you X. I get X. I don't get, you know, X plus dweedle. Right. That's what I, (laughs) that's what I want to see. I want to see the first (laughs) two weeks of the month repeated, you know, going forward.
0: Yeah. The,
1: The last two weeks of the month. I mean, yes, there was, you know, some content, but it, it was, here's what I set the expectation to. Here's what I got. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, I know there's a lot of cool stuff. They, the team always talks about the cool stuff they're working on. And that's great. It excites me as a gamer to hear, Hey, we're working on cool stuff. Get us to, to the point where you can show us, right. Or at least give us the first two weeks of April. And do it for four weeks. I got to do it for the next few months.
0: I got a request for Intrepid.
1: Go go for
0: it. Here's my request for Intrepid. Please don't do this anymore. Uh, Please don't do this anymore. You guys, we are doing this thing that's so exciting. It's so cool. Can't wait to show it to you guys sometime in the future. Can't wait for you to see it. Oh, my God. There's this cool thing. Don't do that. That is like the ultimate tease. Don't do that. It don't tease us if you're not gonna please us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? I feel like everyone here this resonates, right? Yeah, don't bit, don't bit. tease us if you're not gonna at least please us a little bit. Right? A little bit. <laughs> 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 Leave it to A's and post something inappropriate. Yeah, damn right. That's annoying as hell when they do that. That's my one request, and I think that that resonates with pretty much everybody in the community. Don't tease us. Don't do that if you're not going to please us, right? And you're doing it. You're going, oh, my God, there's this awesome thing, and can't wait for you to find out about it whenever you find out about it sometime in the future. Can't tell you when, but it's going to be really cool, but can't tell you what. Can't even hint at it a little bit. You you could just take – you could slip off a piece of clothing, you know what I'm saying? that that's not that, that that sounded a lot better in my head than it did
1: yeah the, the, we're, i'm gonna reel we're that back, to back.
0: <laughs> reel it back oh, yeah. I, I could uh. say it dust me thank you oh and i was gonna say here's my other point he <laughs> said chat look i was gonna go be like well if one was a stripper don't and then i'm just like i can't really go down that you know what i mean and i don't mean literal clothing of anybody in a g, keep a G. keeping a g that's what I mean. I I just I corrected it and I cleared myself, okay? But here's one thing I'm going to say that is a positive, right? Cuz when you were talking about that, uh, there was something that stood out that I wrote down. I made made sure I wrote down so I didn't forget it, which is don't they have like four to five studios over mm-hmm. at uh at, at
1: Dark Citizen? Yeah, they've got it, like places all Austin, over the world, yeah.
0: UK, U- UK and in Cali and yeah. Right in Germany, yes, Germany, UK, Austin, Cali, and whatever one I missed that I'm just whatever, yeah, or Chicago or something
1: like that, yeah, there's all over the place, yeah, yeah
0: they've got that many studios. Rant, here's the props. Like when I saw that, when I read that in the article, I thought to myself, oh man, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money, and they've got hundreds and hundreds. Like it's it's they've got a lot of people, right? Yeah. For a game that should have been out in 2014, that doesn't look good to me. That's a big concern. And Intrepid, here's what I'm gonna give them props, man. Here's how I'm gonna give them props: one studio, and I've been there. It's not big. It's small, and people are like, oh, are they work out such a small. Look to me, that means you're being careful with your money.
1: Yeah, and you're outsourcing where you can to yeah give yourselves like a you know yeah. more cost effective labor, right? I mean again, those are smart choices.
0: There's okay. the link. Let in. me just
1: give one more example yeah. of bad choices. Okay. That I see from the Star Citizen article, right? Right. So there's this guy. I'm pretty sure he's no longer with CIG, which is Cloud Imperium Games, right. the you know, Chris. Production Robert's company.
0: Yeah, production
1: company company, mm-hmm. right? They, I'm pretty sure they let him go due to, you know, lack of, you know, producing work. And he ended up, you know, I think he produced five, I want to say character models, if I'm not mistaken, over the course of several years, right? And and his response to that was, you know, I would have produced more, but everything that I did... Went, you know, kind of, and I did a lot more than that. It came down to, I got vetoed for some minor thing, you know, Chris Roberts you know, had said, or wanted me to do. And I was really focused on these really minute details versus the bigger picture. Right. And to me, huge red flag, right? Yeah. Once again, you've got a leader, right? That again, historically has created some fantastic stuff, right? Props for that. But is really focusing so much on these minor details that he's losing sight of the big picture. He's getting dug into too many details. He's micromanaging that type of right. situation. And that's that's a piece where, you know, again, cautionary tale. Yeah. Know that this is Chris Roberts' baby. I get you. When something is your you know jam, you want to make sure it's perfect. But at some level, you've got to look at what's going to be those major things that I need to get done. What's that foundation that I need to work on? And Props to it. they're doing that. OK, yeah. we want to make sure. I mean, they could have marched forward with what they had in the BR mode, even though it was, you know, Captain Crashy Pants. Right. It <laughs> was it was working right to a level. Right, it was working to a level. They ratcheted up the level, and they said, "Nope, this is falling down on its face." They could have said, "You know what? We'll cap this, you know, siege mode at this lower level and move on." They could have done that. Could have, yeah. but they didn't. Right? They they're looking to really deliver on that piece, and they decided to pivot. I just, I feel. With star citizen again they're focusing on the wrong things and that's mm. why you know in the past i've talked about all these different systems they're looking to do and every time we talked on a live stream there was something kind of new that was a reveal it was exciting but then you're like how are they going to deliver that in the main game right when are they going to deliver that and that's the part we don't really have visibility to so um i'm hoping that there is you know some level of gating right and i don't mean that as a bad thing there's some level of discovery some things you need to do to get these more advanced things coming at least give us a strong base game we can have fun with and then discover these new things that they're working right um yeah and ian you make a great point that's exactly the point of the article yeah he you know micromanages way too much he's not really looking at that project management mentality to say look here are these things that are critical critical path to solve you know and everything else is just you know nice to have
0: that's the thing man so i was looking at all the I, I went and i checked out their youtube and i looked at that and like uh give them credit man they keep they keep videos like we, regularly right very regularly but you know I, I took the time to watch one of them and i was just like it just felt like a bunch of talk
1: in a word dense yeah, and I'm like, I I'm not the you know sharpest knife in the drawer, right? Or the sharpest sword in the sheath, or whatever reference you want to go. But even those, I was like, I was zoning out in those videos. Yeah, it was it was too techy for me. There,
0: there were too, there was too much focus on like you kept seeing these like panning shots. This is look, I put a lot of money into this game, and my own money, right? You did too. A lot of people have, right? And mm-hmm. I get I'm not on the board or anything like that. I would never expect that, right? Right. But but I look at it this way: if I put a lot, if I put a lot of my money into something along with some hopes that it's going to turn out a certain way, as as an, as a well-informed, intelligent person, I want to see that that investment's being used wisely. And the the cringe factor for me was while I was looking at their videos and while I was like, honestly, today for the first time, the most I've looked at any and knew anything about Star Citizen, right? Mm-hmm. And as I'm looking at it, I'm going, like, this is a lot of money they're spending on all this cool stuff out and around all these different studios, panning to all these little quotes in the game that isn't even out yet. They've got referenced up on here for all this inspiration. I'm like, look, wealthy or not, I'm going, if it's going to take a lot of money to make this, I want to put the money to good use. I'm not going to buy a bunch of potential what looks like it's merch for a game that's not even released to people yet, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, and I'm gonna go back to your point, and this is why we're gonna reel it in on the episode. I think the overarching point is here is, while many of us share frustrations, and many of us want this game to be out, and some of us, like me, would love to be playing APOC because so many other games are boring as hell in a lot of ways, like, it comes back to this thing, and I'm like, I see situations like this with Star Citizen, And i look and i do some research and i look at and i evaluate what's out there and i evaluate the the conversations being had the content being posted and the timelines and all the little details and on today with intrepid studios i count my lucky stars that they're not that studio that's my personal thoughts and feelings i count my lucky stars i didn't contribute my money to that to where i'm looking at videos of merch that they've got around for a game that's not released, five different places that they've got all these employees working on. And they are four to five years past when this game was supposed to be launched. Thank my lucky stars that the only kind of delays that we've got with Intrepid Studios are them working on the background architecture of something we've actually been in and as a as the public has actually been able to get into. It's not like it's everything behind, you know, Close curtains. I'd like to see more open development from Intrepid. I know that they got some nervousness about giving timelines, putting too much out there, not delivering on it. Um, you know, I feel like this is a great cautionary tale, you know, yeah. and and I mean, on I'd today. I'd rather
1: they be nervous, right? Yeah. I'd rather they be nervous about putting something out there, yeah. right? Then kind of having a client out there you know, and the feedback has been there's some parts of it that that are fun, but it really yeah. isn't kind of a cohesive kind of you can't really see that overarching delivery, right? You can just see bits and pieces and really cool little bits.
0: So everyone, that's the Ashen Heralds website, Twitter, YouTube, down there in our chat, everyone. And Hey any other final thoughts before we wrap this up? I think we're on a, I think we've got a good point. I think we've left on a good stopping point here,
1: yeah, I mean, just kind of summarizing really briefly, just continued content sharing and momentum building for the project in this next month. give us you know the first two weeks of April, rinse and repeat, you know give us that style of content, that level of you know engagement, yeah going forward yeah um i really do hope that the progress made behind the scenes gives you know intrepid a chance to open up open behind the curtain a bit more just like you said more open development and and you know by the summertime we are you know seeing you know an alpha one product i think that would be the best case scenario um i hope they hit that Mm -hmm. mark um i i think you know the the community is hungry for that, not only to help them develop this product, but also just to kind of see the great work that we are hearing is mm-hmm. happening. So I'm I I want to see that live in person, you know, and back
0: to nonverba, man. Deeds, yeah, not words. Exactly. Let's see the actions. Let's yeah. bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. We wanna see, we wanna see it. We're ready to see it. And you know, thanks, Intrepid for not being. Another game studio that I would say squanders the the money of the people that put their faith and trust in them. We've never had any evidence to see that. People had speculation about it with Apoc. I, I never saw it. I've I've always advocated for that point. I never saw it, and, and I still haven't. Right now, we're waiting. We're just waiting, and I'm I'm hoping that we see it sometime. I would love to see it by by my birthday, June seventeenth, in case you know, Intrepid wants to cater to me being entitled, which I'm not, but I will be on this. I mean, if you want to, you want to deliver. We don't know about PAX West. I'm really hoping that they do go to PAX West T-Elf. Uh, I would probably like to make it out there for that. Um, <clears throat> yeah.
1: But they um, said soon on that as, yeah, as far as details, ones. but I, I think there depends on what they are actually Going to show there if it's just going to be a panel like last year. Yeah, I'm hoping they're to a point where they can showcase something, but that's a lot of development time that they would need to actually do in order to have a demo.
0: They go. I'm going to Ian. Ooh, we have a Pathfinder Crusader meetup. Pax West. Um, yeah, I think it's a good stopping point. You know what? We're we're all here. It's May. Let's see what they deliver this month. Right? What do you want to see this month? What are you hoping to see this month? Uh, what are some of your speculation about social organizations related to magic? And I would probably say, what are some things that you would like to see us discuss here on the show that maybe you haven't gotten to see us discuss yet? Do you have anything topic to, of interest that you'd like to to share discuss? If you have questions for us here on the show? Uh, join the Discord uh, down in the description to the to this community, the Pathfinder uh, Crusader community Discord. And uh, we've got an Ashes chat there. You can ask questions. You can post ideas for conversations. Uh, Coming up in the month of June, uh, Daedalus is going to be MIA for a little bit. Um, So I'll be looking to bring on a couple new faces. So you have something you want to say related to Ashes of Creation, you have a voice, you have something you'd like to talk about, uh, some idea you'd like to bring to the table, something community-oriented or related, hit hit us up. Shoot me a message on Discord, uh, S-I-M-U-R-G-H, hashtag 0001. And uh, yeah, you can catch me on all my stuff and things. And until next week, with an undetermined episode title, Daedalus, always a pleasure. Pathfinders, thanks for being here. And until next week, yes, sir, we will catch you on stream. Everyone, have
1: a great week. Good night, everybody.